0: The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk What's up, what's up, what's up? How's it going? How's it hanging? Is it is this? Did you did you get the thing so you no you did alright, oh, yeah, how's how's the kids? Not great, yeah. Did you you can't pass it to MOT? No, that's good man. Did you have you put in for that um surgery yet? How's the thing on your back? Is it alright? No, it's good. Yeah, okay, good man. How's the kids? Already asked, but you've got more than one, so that's good. Um how's the wife? Oh, are you gay now. Oh wow, well, well, congratulations. Um how's the thing in your kitchen? Did you get the drawer fixed? Good, good to hear. Don't worry about it, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Haven't you missed this golden content? What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Jack Fox. Back with another episode of Tired and Inspired. After what feels like a long time, and I feel like my podcast, Techers... Oh, Rusty. Back up in this bitch. And let's address it from the get-go. Let's attack it head-on and get it fucking over with and out the way. The elephant in the room. The deadweight elephant in the room. Yes, it's true. <sighs> I do hate the song, What's Going On by the Four Non-Blondes. I know this is what you've been waiting to hear. And I'm glad that I can finally provide an explanation for you. I know it's been playing on your minds for a couple of weeks now. Because you've been wondering, does Jack really like the song, What's Going On by the Four Non-Blondes? And, in fact, is it even called, What's Going On by the Four (laughs) Non-Blondes? And should Jack have blown his nose before I press and record? And the answer to all those things is some yes and some no. Should I have blown my nose before I press record? Yes. Is it called What's Going On by the Four Non Blondes? No. It's called What's Up by the Four Non Blondes. Is the answer to the question, does Jack still hate What's Up by the Four Non Blondes? Yes. Yes. I do hate the song What's Up by the Four Non Blondes let me provide an explanation. A few weeks ago, when life was okay, (laughs) a few weeks ago, I went down to a bar in South Shields where my friend Sam, my good friend Sam Thomas, and my other good friend Stephen Miller were out having a few drinks and watching a singer called Johnny Sands, who's also a good friend of mine and is a very, very good singer, perform... In South Shields, Sam had put this gig on. And Johnny just does a, a, an array of covers, different. You know, he does. He did, like, a Scissor song, which I thought was cool. He did, uh, like, an Arctic Monkey song. Or he just does it, different bits about it. He did Purple Rain. It was fucking beautiful. But he also did What's Up by the 4 Non Blondes. Now, I've heard this song a million times. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's one of them songs from the 90s. It's, like, nostalgic. It's in movies. It's on TV shows. Whatever, whatever. But hearing it in an acoustic fashion. Where there's not many people in the bar. And I'm kind of like watching the guy sing it. And he sings like a motherfucking bird. Johnny Sand. He's got a, a superb voice. But you can really hear the lyrics. You know what I mean? And frankly I've had it up to here. You can't see but I'm I'm pointing high. I've had it up to here. With songs that are in the zeitgeist. Nice word. That are just fucking terrible. First of all. If you write a song, and the song starts with the word, sometimes, or someone, be more specific. And yes, I am aware, I am a huge Red Hat Chili Peppers fan, and their biggest song, arguably, Under the Bridge, starts with the lyric. Actually, this is a great example. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. So vague. Come on, Anthony, you're better than that. Don't write shit lyrics and have a popular song, is what I'm saying. If you write shit lyrics, own it. Have nobody play your song. Don't get any radio play. Go broke. Live in your car. If you write a good song, get loads of money for it. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Can we make that fair? So I'm listening to Johnny Sands sing like a bird. And it, 25 years of my life are still Trying to get up that great big hill of hope for destination. Alright, fine, whatever, whatever. Second verse, wherever. Then we get to the crux of what's up by Four Non Blondes. The popular bit, the bit that everybody knows, but everybody joins in. Let me I'm not gonna I can't sing, obviously, right? So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say the lyrics to you. And then we'll realize together how utterly fucking ridiculous this would be, okay? So I wake up in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high and I scream from the top of my lungs, what's going on? And I say, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah, I said, hey, what's going on? and I say, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, 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 I said, hey, what's going on, now, let's say you rent a house, next door, to the fucking stupid bitch that wrote this song, and every morning, this bitch gets up, Steps outside, takes one deep breath, and like that fucking meme of the seagull as leaning its head back and screaming the lyric just goes <gasps> What's going on? And I said Hey Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey yeah, yeah. Whoa 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 Hey 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 This is not the alarm clock that I signed up for. Scream, take a deep breath get real high are they two separate things do you take a deep breath fucking chug a bong then go outside and just start screaming at the, screaming at the top of my lungs what's going on could you could you look any more like a fucking fruitcake like a nut job so the moral of the story is let's cancel that song because it's fucking ridiculous. Also shout out to Johnny Sands. Because he did a good rendition of it. But also made me. You know. Realise them lyrics are f- fucking garbage. <coughs> hurt my throat. Hurt my throat. Aye. Um, um, also. Speaking of songs in that i've realized that loads of uh, rap music is the only job being a rapper is the only job you can have where it's acceptable to talk shit before you actually start doing your job <laughs> maybe it's that that boxing like a, a, rap, a song starts and rappers like yeah yo look motherfuckers listen and then they'll start rapping but their job is to rap not to say shit you know what i mean um and I've noticed, <laughs> this is I'm going to try and turn this into a stand-up bit, obviously. Um, rappers are basically now doing the green cross code before they start songs, because every rap song starts like, look, listen, yo, stop, look, stop, drop and roll, yo, don't drink and drive, yo, stop. Alright, you get the point. Works better with an audience. <laughs> I haven't done stand-up in a long time. I haven't podcasted in a long time I haven't felt like talking to people in a little while (sighs) I suppose I suppose it's time to pay some bills with a quick word from our sponsors Support for Tired and Inspired is brought to you today by smoothmyballs.com That's right you heard me smoothmyballs.com If you head to smoothmyyballs.com slash tired, you will receive exclusive offers and money off your purchases and you'll be helping support this podcast all at the same time. If what you see on the link isn't exactly what you're looking for, then please don't worry, your boys got you covered, okay? You can put anything you want in your basket and at the checkout. Just enter the promo code TIRED for 15% off. See how your boy looks after you? Uncle Fox, Uncle Tired Fox. See how your boy looks after you? And like I say, also, as you'll be doing that, you'll also be supporting this podcast and helping this movement along. It's 2021, man. Get those plums smooth for you, for your partner, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Also, maybe even buy them as a gift. Tell them what you want. We're also still sponsored by Chili's Balls. Because fuck it. That's why. It still feels ridiculous being sponsored by Smooth by Balls, but who keep buying it and keep spending money and it keeps going into my phone bill and thank you. And anyway, I fucked up the intro to the second half. What I meant to say was... Uh, uh, uh. Still feels ridiculous. Sponsored by Smooth My Balls, but people still keep buying it, and I appreciate the money because I help pay for my phone bill anyway. Uh, fucking hell! So my dad died. Right? Is uh, yeah, my dad passed away. Weird. Thought I'd just tackle it head on. <laughs> uh, weird, man. I had a stri- We had a... I guess I'm going to tell you guys because I'm not... You know, it's not... Like, organising a funeral and stuff, you kind of have to be very nice and, you know, whatever. But me and my dad had a weird relationship. Um, he and my mum broke up when I was, what, 17, 18? And um, he kind of just up and left and left my mum to try and run a house... Um well, we had to sell the house, and that's that's how I ended up living here with my mum and my nana, because, I mean, in a way, it, it kind of worked out for us. I don't. That's not to say that I wish it hadn't turned out the way it turns out for my dad, but um, when we moved here, my my granddad, shortly after, I, I went to college, which is, you know, quite close by in South Shields, and then my granddad got ill, so we had to look after my granddad, and now that my granddad's passed away, my nana's fucking crazy, so we're we'll looking after her, so, you know, it's kind of worked out for whatever, but... Uh, yeah me and my dad had a strange relationship man I think he just thought when he left me and my mum that I would just carry on you know being his son and seeing him on the regs but the way he treated my mum and you know me as well to a degree didn't sit well with us so it took a long time um for me to get back in touch with him and even then we only saw each other a handful of times before he eventually did pass away a couple of weeks ago um but you know that it's funny because people say like I, I, I spoke to my dad probably once or twice a week for like an hour at time on a phone call, maybe it's a couple of texts throughout the week here and there. Um, but honestly, I don't want to sound horrible, but I I didn't. He was kind of like a friend, like a friend that I'd speak to every now and then. He wasn't, you know, something if if like a big thing happened in my life, like he wouldn't it wouldn't be like oh I can't wait to go tell me mom and me dad. I'd, I'd tell me mom would tell me nana, tell Christina, but. My friends, and then well, next time I spoke with my dad, I'd mention it, but I wouldn't make a point of like telling him, you know, which is it sounds quite sad, but I, I'm just being completely honest. So, he wasn't really at the forefront of like my thoughts a lot of the time, but and then, I mean, it's, I didn't hate him or anything, it's just that's just the way way it was, you know, we didn't really have a lot in common. He was a nice dad, he never did anything weird, anything dodgy, he was an. Nice guy. He had a bad upbringing himself, so I don't, you know. He, I think he had his issues. Um, I, 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 yeah, abused alcohol and stuff as well. I'm letting far too much go on this podcast, but, um, but it's funny though because I people say like when when like they can sense bad news coming, you know, and um, the morning that we found out, um, I, I don't know. I just I knew something. I think I just knew something bad was gonna happen. Because um, for starters I was sitting in our sitting room early morning by myself, which never happens because I'm a late riser and I'm always up after everybody else is up. And I was sitting by myself in our sitting room and then a little a little magpie. My dad was born in Sunderland, born and raised in Sunderland, so he's a Sunderland fan. So a magpie who are obviously the mascots of Newcastle came down and flew on the windowsill. ...outside our house... ...but was looking directly into the house... ...I thought that's weird... ...I've never seen that happen before... That's very strange... ...and, the, and it was staring directly at me... ...and I was like what the... F-? ...this is so weird... ...so I, I got up and I went over to the window... ...because I thought... ...my, my cat's going to fucking kick off... ...if he sees this... ...and then the magpie... ...opened its wings out... <clears throat> ...and it was huge... ...like much bigger... ...like birds have huge wingspans... ...you don't probably don't realise... ...because they're always like... ...tucked in all the time... ...and then underneath... ...his right wing... He put he, on it. I swear, to God, with his foot, he pulled out a little placard, and the placard said, "Lol, your your dad's dead," and then he fucking gave us a middle finger, and then flew away. And I said, "That's weird. I wonder what your dad's dead means." It's really strange. It was just one of those funny feelings that I had, you know. That's a joke, by the way. I hope you fell for it. Um, my dad had a good sense of humour. My dad would have liked that. My dad played practical jokes on me and my family all the time. Um, He he liked Halloween. He liked Christmas. One Halloween... um, I'm not going to spend the rest of this fucking podcast telling stories, but this is a funny story. Um, One Halloween, uh, when my mum and dad were together, when kids would come knock on the door, trick or treat, my mum would say, trick, and the kids would go, huh? And she'd go, you have to come in our house which we decorated up, you know, haunted house, whatever. And at the bottom of our hallway, we had, like, a bucket full of sweets for the kids. Um, And then as they got closer to the bucket, me and my dad would jump out from behind the door with water pistols and get the kids, and then they'd all run away. It's a trick. Um, And word got around the neighbourhood. We got on, like, local radio for doing shit like that. And my dad fucking loved, like, stupid practical jokes and... He had, he had nicknames for everybody all of his friends and one of, he was a taxi driver so he knew fucking loads of people in shields and one of his friends um, I'm not going to say his full name but his first name was James or they used to call him Jimmy and he was skinny like, like stick like stick thin like a twig <laughs> so my dad nicknamed nicknamed him Jimmy the pamphlet <laughs> pamphlet see what's funny about that is you could have called him Jimmy the paper jimmy the you know jimmy the thin thin jimmy jimmy the pamphlet is hilarious shut up um shortly after my dad i think it was Maybe mean what two days after my dad died three days i was trying to keep as busy as possible and i had tickets to see my friend sam thomas aforementioned sam thomas in sunderland at Independent at his first headlines show, and supporting him was a guy called Yusuf, who I know from like the open mic scene. Uh, he is an artist, a host, and uh, so it was good to see him as well. And Yusuf has a very sort of back and forth, like interacting thing with the, with the audience, where he talks to the audience in between songs, tells you the story of the songs he has and everything. It's it's really interesting, and unique, and. um <laughs> he was picking people out in the audience, and he recognised me, he said, Jack, I was like, oh yeah, alright, yeah, and he said, uh, he spoke to somebody in, in the front room, me and Stephen were in the second row, he spoke to somebody in the front row, and said, tell me a good thing that's happened in your life recently, and I think the lady said, she just got a new job, or you know, something, like that. and he looked at me, and he said, Jack, I need you to tell me one bad thing that's happened in your life recently, and I was like, mate, of all the fucking times, and of all the fucking questions to ask me right now, Unfortunately, my friend Stephen jumped in and said, no, 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 you got to move on, you got to move on. (laughs) Very, it's an unusual feeling, man. It's an unusual feeling. Uh, And also, organising, if if you've ever had the unfortunate task of organising, of being like the sole next of kin, I don't have any brothers or sisters, if you're the sole next of kin, you have to organise a funeral for a parent. Fucking hell, man, what a headache that is. Every day I wake up, there's another problem, I feel like a wedding planner but it's for a funeral like I shouldn't have to do this shit but oh man it's a fucking headache but if you ever are in that unfortunate situation and you need a hand do reach out and um, I'll try and help you if I can Um. also I'm going to wrap this up now I'm sorry this hasn't been the most entertaining episode this is this has flown over though I'm sorry this hasn't been the most entertaining but I'm just getting back to the swing of things um, I would like to really thank Christina for filling in an episode and I think it seems that like you guys really liked it as well. The good news is she's coming over from America to England at the end of August and she's staying for a long time. So maybe we could do a couple of podcasts together or maybe we have some guests on we we'll do some podcasts. Um, I'm glad you guys like her she's been the best during this time. Uh, fucking what else? People, thank you that have, the people that have been buying products on Smooth My Balls. Uh, you give your boy a little kickback, and thank you to the people that have donated directly to this podcast. You can do if you want to donate directly. Like I said, organizing a funeral is costs a lot of money and a lot of effort, and I I'm, I have I'm having to turn down. I've had a couple of gigs come up this week that I've had to turn down because I'm not in the right mind state, and it's time consuming and effort that I just frankly don't really have at the minute. Um. So, I, I'm, you know, I'm not coming out hat in hand because I understand money's tight at the minute for everybody, but thank you to the people that have donated. It goes a long way. It puts petrol in my car, food on, Greg's on the plate, and uh, pays my phone bill and internet and stuff like that, so thank you very much for that. And I've uh, got some gigs coming up. Uh, Hive Mind be back at it soon. The 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 fu- oh fucking hell! Sorry, microphone just fell. See if you donate and I can buy a new mic stand. Um, the uh, my dad's funeral is on the fourteenth, and then after that I have a few gigs coming up. But I'm not really thinking about it at the minute. Not really thinking about it. Uh, I think that's it, man. Thank you to everybody that has been supportive and messaged me uh said nice things and offered their help and people have been sending us their phone numbers call me anytime and stuff like that it's it's very very nice it's also a little bit overwhelming i'm not gonna lie but it's in a nice way in a nice way um it's part of life i like to think i'm very pragmatic i know that this is a part of life we just didn't expect it to be now and you know you know whatever so i'll be okay uh thanks for listening Uh, and tell some friends spread the word and I love you all uh, and buy from some balls and donate and just send me some money love you, bye that was a Feltnout production to find out more visit feltnout.co.uk Rest in peace, Nobby.